Alright, I am here at Phuket Top Team in Phuket, Thailand, and I'm joined by Jason Radcliffe. What's going on, Jason? How you doing, brother? Good, good. Man. Yeah, of course. Very well, very well. It's hot down here, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> since you come into town, this gets even hotter. <laughs> how, do you, how do you like it? You know, you're from the UK. Coming here, the weather must be totally different. Yeah, the climate's uh, totally different. It's, uh, it's definitely a good atmosphere. You know, the humidity and uh, uh, definitely for the weight loss and everything else, you know, and uh, the, just the purity of, you know, being in Thailand. Yeah, it's, it's amazing compared to the UK, you know, very cold, you know, sun, we rarely get it, you know, so yeah, it's amazing. Is it easier to train down here compared to the UK because of the weather? Yeah, well, like after some sessions in the UK, because it's cold, you know, you, you get more stiff, a lot easier and... You know, we're in Thailand, it's always hot, so our muscles always warm and, you know, always loose pretty much, so yeah. When did you first come out to... About two... About two years ago. Yeah, about two years. 2016 it was. January 2016 is the first time I came. And why did you come here? For me, it was just like, um, I wanted to test myself overseas, uh, train overseas. Um, see how um, the, the structure and just the, the different styles, you know, there is overseas. And for me, that's, 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 what, it, that's what it was, you know, and uh, I came here and two years ago, 2016, uh, I was uh, originally going to train at AKA with the first time I came. And a friend of mine was, I see him on the beach that Sunday, and, uh, which I didn't know Sunday here was a rest day. And I went to AK and it was closed. So I was like, what the, what's going on? I'm on the train. And it's like, it's closed, you know? And then um, a friend of mine, I went to the beach and I saw a friend of mine on the beach and he was training at Tiger at the time. And he was like, hey bro, come, you know, come to Tiger, was, you know? So then I woke up in the morning, went to Tiger and yeah, that's where it started for me. Started your journey. Yeah, started my international journey, yeah, yeah you know? Well, now let's start, let's talk about your, you know, your last fight yeah. in Korea, Double GFC 2. You yeah. took on uh, An Sang Il, one weight class above your normal weight class yeah, and light heavyweight. Um, he was DQ'd for yeah. low blows. Three, technically three low blows, but yeah. I saw more than that. Yeah. Can you go through that fight and? Well, that fight, going into that fight um, in Korea with Double G. Double G is a new organization in Korea and uh, was very, you know, skeptical about a new organization and how they, they're running things and how they treat their fighters and etc. But um, we heard good things from the first event. Um, we got the opponent. The, uh, the opponent we knew was 100% beatable. Um, so we took the fight, even the fight was at 93 kilos. Um, I, I walk around pretty heavy anyway. So, you know, just by getting into shape and etc. Um, we flew over to Korea. Um, the organization was run perfectly, you know, perfectly. They, they came to the airport, picked us up, etc. Um, hotel was amazing. Everything was good. And uh, just got to uh, actual fight day. And, um, you know, it was my time to warm up and was warming up. And, you know, we walked out. The ceremony was, you know, was sick. You know, what they done before the ceremony with the lights and all that stuff. I've never, I've never been through that whole ceremony thing before. And I know it's very big in Asia. So just the first time to do it, you know, walk out and stand around the cage and all the people was clapping. It was some cool shit. You know, it's like one, one of the things that I remember for the rest of my life, you know. Um, so, yeah, we got into the fight and 
the whole game plan was to tire him out. Doesn't matter how I did it, just tire him out. Doesn't matter how I did it, you know, tire him out and the finish will be there, you know. So that's exactly what I did, you know, moved around, let him throw some shots, you know, let him blow himself out a little bit. He pushed me against the fence and he kept throwing knees in the clinch. I knew he couldn't take me down in the clinch. So he carried on throwing knees. He knew he couldn't take me down from the fence, you know. So he threw a couple in the knees, which were kind of close to my groin, but weren't, you know, as close. But then the first time he kneed me straight in the groin, you know, and my cup hit my nuts and, you know, fucking hell, you know, it hurt, pinched, and then the referee stopped it. He got a yellow card or something. And then the first fight went on. I started again and then started the exact same thing. Let him, let him throw his combinations, go into the clinch, push me against the fence. You know, he couldn't take me down again. And, you know, he, he, threw, he threw another two or three knees. One hit me. I said to the ref, you know, like, whoa, you know, fucking be careful where he's throwing his knees, you know. He headbutted me, you know, in the clinch, which might not be, you know, on purpose, but, you know, head position is head position. You've got to know where you're putting your head, you know. Uh, he did me again, which, you know, in the same position. I went down the, the, the second time. And then uh, from, the, from that point, you know, the referee should have known, you know, should have been, he was very close. The referee was close after that because he knew, you know, this guy was not, you know, all there, you know. So we started off. This is all happening in the first round, which is crazy, you know. And um, we carried on fighting again and we got against the fence again. What happened? We got against the fence. And then uh, I, can, I, can hear, I can hear his breathing. This is, now this is the time where I'm listening to his breathing now, you know. And I can hear his breathing. So... I knew it's time to start to push now. And I think I threw a couple of knees in the clinch against the fence and his air dropped, he kind of blew himself out. Then he started to stagger back. And he knew that's a, that was a time where he, he, he's on the way out, you know? So, you know, I don't know, can't remember what happened, but he threw a kick or something. I kind of clipped him and he fell on his back. And then I was surfing on top of him, ready to blast his head through the mat. And like, I can see in his face where he knew this is the moment where he fucked up. So, you know, like, this is the moment where, you know, it's all going wrong for him. And that up kick is, is something that I've never felt in my life. It's only because my balls are already hurting from the first two knees. But that up kick and that pinch feeling, man, it was the worst pinch I've ever felt before in my life. And it was just like, the referee, the event, you, know, I, you know, the pinch happened and, and then, uh, you know, I was in agony and it was just like five minutes, five minutes was not enough for that pain to kind of subside because my legs were fucking like twitching inside. It was just like a weird feeling. And it was just like, okay, five minutes is over. We have to stop the fight. So they stopped the fight. And then after the fight was over, that's when the drama, could, that's when the drama started. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, if, if you get hit directly in the cuff three times in one round, I think that that's... You know, qualifies as a DQ, especially the third, the third one where he up kicked you. Yeah, that was Directly. that was intentional. Yeah. I can see in his eyes, and you know, that was 110%. That was uh, intentional. But um, yeah, there's, there's this, there is fighters out there like, that are like him. You know, so we, these type of fighters, we need to get rid of them. You know, we don't need these fighters in the game. You said that the drama started. What do you mean the drama? Well, it was it's like we went backstage and. And it was just like, you know, I was in agony and the doctor was there and I looked at my balls and I got like a small, like a slit, like where the cup is like grazed my balls and stuff. And he was just like, do you want to go to hospital? And I was like, 
no, I don't want to go to hospital. I need something to kind of, you know, just to put on it and just like keep it because he's swollen, you know. And he was just like, okay. And then uh, a Brazilian guy that we knew was fighting the main event, I think. And then uh, I had the ice on my balls and then like, I kind of went out like around the front to stand there and uh, he was like, do you want to go thing? I said, no, nah, I can't because my, my balls are hanging. So I didn't want to be walking around the arena. And then I uh, was standing there with my, you know, hand on my balls and stuff. And uh, the, the, the promoters come up and said um, to the guy that, that has brought us there, uh, why, why am I walking around the stadium? I thought I was, my balls were fucked and I couldn't walk. And he said to him, he's not walking anyway. He's in one position. He doesn't want to go to the hospital because it's only a slit. It's not like it exploded his balls and stuff. So they said, okay, uh, we're going to put this down to a no contest. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so what would you mean? It's like, it's a, if he's able to walk, then that wasn't a, that, that wasn't a disqualification. That, that was a no contest then, if he's able to walk. He, they, and then he said, well, he should have stayed backstage in the locker room or went to the hospital if he couldn't continue. And the guy was just like, what are you talking about? Like, it, it, you know, he was hurting the fight. Five minutes was not going to be long enough, as the referee said, to continue the fight. So uh, obviously the fight got stopped. So he's disqualified. Okay, maybe but we're going to look at this as a, maybe as a uh, no contest. We'll get back to you. And then that was it, man. That was it after that. Um, then later on in the evening, I was told that because of his disqualification, that my win money has now been held, so they didn't pay me the win money, which was, I knew it was going to happen anyway. Do you know what I mean? So uh, yeah, I just left on the terms that um, I won the fight. And I'm here back in Phuket, so. Do you plan on returning? Because uh, I, I, I saw on social media that they, they want you to come back. Yeah, they want me to. They, they are, I've had like a lot of interest from the Korean fans and uh, a lot of people from Korea. And I don't knock Double G at all. It's a great organization. You know, the, they, the, it's a, it's a well-run show. So, I mean, it has some great fighters fighting on the, on the card. Um, but I just want to say that Whatever happens in the fight, they need to stay and, and pay close attention on what's happening in, in, within the fight. And uh, yeah, they want me to come back. They've been messaging me and stuff. They want me to come back. A lot of Korean fans have been messaging me. They want me to come back. So let's, let's see what happens you know, within the year. Definitely. Now, An, he got suspended for six months. Yeah, so I'd And when you heard that, what was your reaction? Fuck. Should have gave him 12 months for that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, no one really gets suspended in the UK. So to hear he got suspended, by who? Do you know what I mean? I've I never heard of anyone getting suspended. But in the, in the UK, we got, you know, we got a safe MMA, which is very good. And they, you know, they make sure the guys are fit and ready to fight and et cetera, et cetera. But I've never heard it, anyone getting suspended. So, you know, if, he, if that was worth a suspension, then I guess he's gonna have to sit on the bench and bodybuild for a bit. The last few years, you know, in your career yeah. have been very rocky, you know? You've been kind of the last three, yeah, few years. Last two years. Yeah, I'll the say. last two years. Yeah. Since 2016, mm. I would say, I would say, 2016, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. Yeah, roller coaster, yeah. right? And you faced top, top level talent throughout those years. Yeah, I have you. Yeah. Um, 
What did you learn from going through that roller coaster, those roller coaster years? What did I learn? I just learned um, after. It's not just I. Got, I always pay close close attention on what I'm doing. I always train hard. I'm always in the gym. But I found I found that um, not just me paying a close attention on myself. I also need uh, a coach to pay close attention on what I'm doing because I can just be. You put me in a gym, I'll do everything. You give me a, you give me an establishment, I'll do everything. I'll be there every day. You know what I mean? I'll do three, four sessions a day if I had to. I mean, I know it ain't smart and all that shit, but I'm, like I say, like, I can be classed as a gym rat, as a very passionate person. Uh, um, I'm like that in the gym, do you know what I mean? I'm very helpful in the gym, do you know what I mean? But for me, that can be my own downfall sometimes, I think, doing too much, overthinking too much. Uh, need that person to kind of say, whoa, whoa, this is what you need to work on, this is what we're doing, and this is the kind of structure we have. Uh, so for me, I feel that, yeah, I have fought some very good competition in the last, like, two years. Um, but I've got to slow it down. I have, to, I have to kind of slow it down again and kind of... Uh, um, just fine-tune things, that's all. Fine-tune things with, uh, with someone on the outside looking in. That's about it. Then what d other differences do you see in yourself? What differences do I see yeah, in myself? In 2019, this year. The drive and the passion and the hungriness is still there. It's, it's, it's still there. The fire is, is still there. It's, it's not gone. It's not gone. I just adapted. Adapted. Uh, I adapted something that wasn't uh, good for me. Um, so I just feel. I feel that like nothing has changed. Nothing's changed with me. Like I'm still. I'm still a savage. I'm still hard working in the gym. I'm still. I'm just looking for that. What I was really pissed off about in the last fight is that when he was on his back and I, that, I trained for that feeling. I trained for that finished feeling. Do you know what I mean? I'm not trained for the, for, the, for the money. The money is just a bonus at the end. But I trained for that finish, that feeling, and I was so hungry for that feeling. And when he up kicked me and it was starting to hurt so much and they said, yeah, yeah, you're disqualified. I was still pissed off that I was like, that, that feeling got taken away from me because it's that feeling that I needed. Do you know what I mean? I think that I was mi I've been missing that feeling for the last like maybe like two years, I think. And like, uh, I know the feeling is just it's around the corner. And once, once I taste that feeling and I get that feeling again, I think that's when I start to just, you know, accelerate again. But, yeah. Definitely, that's what, uh, you know, a career is about, right? It's yeah, about the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. peaks and the valleys. This is it, right? This fight game is very unforgiving sometimes. You know what I mean? Uh, just got to take the rough with the smooth, but... Uh, every fighter knows, do you know what I mean? It's that, it's that feeling, it's that feeling, that finished feeling that we urge for, it's just that finished feeling and it's just like, I feel like it got taken away from me, do you know what I mean? And uh, I'm gutted and that's June the 29th, this is exactly what I'm going to be hunting for. Yeah, June 29th, Cage Warriors 106, you're taking on Hakon Foss. Hakon Foss, yeah. Now, you just had a fight, so basically you jump right back into camp and this, this camp is going to be a long camp it seems like yeah well i was already ticking over into the korean fight um so now it's all about staying steady staying steady um yeah we're changing up not the game plan as such because i just train i train and focus on what i want to do and what i want to do to be better um but the whole dynamics now of the training has changed now we have a new opponent 
now we have the, the time frame. So everything's changed now. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, now we know who the opponent is, and I'm back in back in camp. Um, yeah, it feels amazing. We can just kind of press the reset button, and we just like go refresh and, and start, and we hunt for that feeling. That's it. How much of your camp are you doing here? Are you gonna do some of your camp back yeah. in the UK? Well, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll stay in Phuket top team until the end of May. And then I'll do the last four weeks back at home at my gym at home at Team Titan. Uh, my coaches Brad Pickett, Mickey Pappas and Bola and Yamayeli. Um, yeah, that's my home team. So that's, that's, what, that's what I plan to do. Are you looking for maybe uh, a, a career defining performance in your next? I'm just hunting that feeling. Yeah. I don't want to, I just, it's not a career. I've been, I've, I've, I've been there, I've been, you know, like I've fought so many guys. Yeah, you know what I mean? I've, I've, I've been in different countries. The last two years have been a roller coaster, but I'm not looking for that. I'm not looking for that career, um, that performance. I'm just hunting that feeling. And once I get that feeling again, these guys know what time it is. I swear, like it's just been. I've been looking for that feeling for so long, and maybe, maybe it's been down to my performances, or I'm focusing on what my opponent's doing and not focusing on what I'm doing. Um, so yeah, I, I just plan to kind of put on good performances. I want to put on good performances so that, regardless of the outcome and what happens, I can sit back and say, you know what, I put on, I, I, I put on a good performance. Do you know what I mean? And with a good performance, and I know if I, if I put on the best performance I can put on, I know they ain't got a chance. I know they haven't got a chance in hell. So that's what I plan to do, just, just, just train hard and kind of put on the best performance I can.